Good morning, it's your Friday night DM, Shay Cormack. Again, walking in the dark by myself, isolated and uh, ready to talk about DND. Um, the last couple of episodes of my podcast have been uh, pretty deep and meaningful and intellectual, and uh, I really hope they promote a bit more conversation and uh, call ins. Um, from anyone who listens to them because I'd really like to have your input uh, but first up here's some input from um, a wonderful caller Jason Hey Trey Jason here sorry you lost the player that can be tough I think the other Che um, Che Webster is probably cringing when you said gave the director analogy but I think to some degree there, there's a lot of truth in that and and you have a lot of good points you make in the podcast, and then I and I'm glad you put that episode out because it gives folks things to think about. I'm not the most creative person, and and I've had talks with my players about that, about my lack of creativity as a GM, and I'm working to try to improve that myself. So I I definitely can the struggle's real. So anyhow, thank you very much. Appreciate all that you do, and look forward to your next episode. Thanks for your call in, Jason. Um, it is a lot to think about around this topic, but just, uh, you know, you said you don't feel like you're a particularly creative person. I've listened to enough of your um, podcast to know that you've got like a vast reservoir of movies uh, and other, and literary um, sources to pull on. And so a lot of what, what I do, and I'm sure a lot of people do, is just continue to plagiarize uh, from your memory, uh, different themes you've been exposed to, mix them up in strange combinations um, and juxtapose them against one another in ways that no one else has ever thought of um, because each of our brains is unique and it's got all those neural pathways that you've been building up over those over the years, over the decades. So I'm sure you've got a lot of interesting um, stuff to come out of your brain on a constant basis. Uh, so just keep it up, mate, and I hear other people um, supporting your GMing style and the interesting things you come up with um, on their various podcasts. But uh, I just appreciate your call in, buddy. Um, during this lockdown time, people are producing less uh, podcasts and you know less call-ins and things like that, so it's just really nice to um, have that communication with you. And on that note, I, I think um, for myself, when a player told me they weren't really interested in playing anymore, uh, it probably hit me harder than it normally would due to the fact we're in lockdown. And uh, just, it, you know, such a minor thing about, you know, someone not wanting to play your D&D game. Wah, wah, wah. But um, in this time of heightened tension and challenge and stress, um, I think it just affected me a little bit more than it normally would. And I think that's a, um, happening for so many things and I even thought about that in regards to my play you know um, who knows you know what stress each person's going through and the way that's affecting their um, decision making and things like that so you know everyone's got their own stuff going on and um, we all need to have a little bit more empathy or awareness of the pressure that other people are going through at the moment um, and uh, on that note I just thank you as well Jason and uh, I know there's other listeners out there like other Jason. You are the other Jason, but I'm referring other Jason to be Hobbs. Um, you know, 
working um, and out there um, putting yourself at risk uh, to keep uh, services going uh, for people who need them. So uh, thanks a lot to you guys. I do have something else I'd like to talk to you about this morning, but I might do one of those fancy uh, sedgeways. Orcs are growing in the soil, much like potatoes. The large fields are kept free of weeds and regularly fertilized with blood and bone. Ideally, orcs are not harvested until they reach the right size, approximately five years old. Then on a full moon night, they are excavated and join a pack mother. This is the opening couple of sentences of a new game that I'm writing. And it's a game of character creation. I've been listening to a podcast uh, by Tom Barbelay called My Rules Are Better and he talks a lot about greenskins which I, I think are like the Warhammer 40k uh, versions of, I'm not sure if they're exactly orcs or whether they're some other form of orky thing. Anyway, um, really been putting me in the mind of playing a, a campaign uh, that's full of orcs where I get all my characters, all my players to create orcish characters and then we have an interesting campaign. Um, I, I like to set limitations for my players when they're doing character creation because I think it, it is more interesting. I mean D&D 5th edition is an open slather of you can be any race and in any class and the combinations and the number of permutations is just infinite. Um, so when you put a few limits on either which races or which classes they can pick, uh, it makes for some more interesting results. And uh, some of the best games we've had actually was we used to play a, a group in our, um, in our West Marches game called the Holy Rollers. And you could be any race, but you had to be a paladin, a monk, or a cleric because they're all members of a holy a holy order, a religion, and that made for very interesting times um, and made for interesting weaknesses. I think one particular weakness was they went to a dungeon once and nobody was any good at detecting or disarming traps, um, so it made traps quite deadly um, to a group of uh, holy people. Anyway, uh, my idea is to write a game um, for character creation and so the very act of creating their characters will be a little fun game they can play at home by themselves um, with random tables to roll on um, and other interesting things to go through and in fact I've been thinking that in the future when I've got even more time I might write adventures um, that are part of the character creation process so like I'm thinking about is they might go through uh, their infantry training that might be an actual adventure module like one night's worth of gameplay um, where the drill sergeant major yells at them a lot uh, demeans them a lot forces them to do petty chores and uh, forces them to um, spend lots of time on the obstacle courses and things like that and so there'll be lots of chances to do different skill checks and um, figure out different challenges and uh, I would imagine lots of chances for these uh, young orc infantry to maybe die during training. I think that'll be pretty funny as well that it's a, just a, 
a very deadly uh, process of growing up as an orc and uh, just getting into the front lines is, is a perilous journey. So I've got a lot of ideas about how just the very active character creation can be a whole lot of fun. And I thought I could get you guys involved in this a little bit because the, one of the ideas I have is that when a orc is born or they're dug up from under the ground like a, like a potato, um, they've got a random mutation. Something in the fertilizer um, that they use causes random mutations. And so I'm writing a table full of random mutations that each orc will roll on. So at the moment I've got a, a few entries in there like uh, lanky arms or knuckle dragger I think I might call this one where the York has extra long arms and they get um, 10 foot reach with normal melee weapons. So a random mutation and some kind of um, mechanical advantage, uh, possibly even a disadvantage um, that comes from ha having that random mutation. Um, another one I've got is uh, fever dreams at the end of a long rest, roll 1d20, record that number, the result of that roll, and then any time before your next long rest, you can replace a roll made by you or against you with the result of that um, noted down result. So not many of them are kind of like magical, like, uh, you know, that fever dreams one. Most of them are like, you've got a one giant arm, and when you make melee attacks with that arm, you do plus two damage. So I was wondering if any of you guys would like to put some, have some input into my random uh, mutation or aberration table. You could make a call in um, with your ideas uh, for random orcish aberrations. But also one of the other phases in the game is um, the solo play version of the, the drill sergeant. So in this section of the game, of the character creation, the characters are getting their uh, weapons and arm proficiencies but one of the important things a drill sergeant major does is yell and scream at you a lot and give you a derogatory nickname and um, so that's another thing i'd love some ideas for as well for that table uh, my favorite um, nickname i've got already and this one isn't actually derogatory to go uh, to orcs the nickname is gump and it's actually um, in orcish infantry it's a it's a positive nickname, uh, referring to the perfect um, soldier archetype, obedient and um, compliant. And I think that this nickname might come with a minus two to intelligence. And I think it might give you an, a, a, a benefit in terms of uh, future promotion up through the ranks. So I really want to have this kind of sense of just like Catch-22 or some other... Um, films and books about the military where it's actually like the stupidest people end up in charge and you're always looking at your commanding officer and thinking what an idiot you know I could do this so much better than him uh, so we want to have a sense of the stupidest people being in charge um, and I'm also want to make the campaign um, be a little bit like they're a little bit like stormtroopers you know they're cloned effectively grown in the ground um, to fill an army for, in this case, I think they're going to actually work for maybe like the good king or the good wizard uh, or the good um, alliance or kingdom. But it's a little bit, it's a little bit uh, vague as to 
why they're good or who the real good guys are so there's and they go get sent out on missions um you know clear this building rescue this hostage just little missions just like a fire team would be sent on um but there's a couple of interesting characters there's going to be um a kind of sergeant bilko character uh who's always encouraging them to get up to mischief like you know when you go and save this um hostage you know i know that there's a box of jewels or her jewelry is kept in the dresser nearby make sure you get this particular necklace bring it back to me and i'll give you this or you know um while you're going on this mission i need these crates of wine delivered to this person here so um some kind of mischief for the characters uh, to be trying to get up to while they're doing their, their missions uh, and i think i might have some kind of uh, spook spy type character who gives them um, conflicting um, mission orders so again like say they're told to go and rescue the hostage he'll tell them actually you should kill the hostage and then they've got to find a way of uh, both it's a catch-22 um, they're supposed to save the hostage but like a kind of like an overriding order is they should kill the hostage so it puts them in a position where they've got to find a way to complete both missions so they can um, so they don't displease their commander but also don't displease like the spy master who seems to have a lot of influence in the in the system as well so i think it's got a lot of uh funny funny and interesting possibilities for the shenanigans they can get up to as well as i've got some uh interesting ideas for tables around uh, carousing i think i'm going to do carousing tables as a party not as individual carousing roles so that'll be interesting and also punishments there's got to be a lot of lot of punishments including getting busted down in rank um, but there's also got to be lots of other punishments which primarily mean you don't get to involve it get involved in the carousing you're too busy peeling potatoes or something to go out drinking or go and get tattoos with the rest of the um the squad um, so i'm really hoping that it's going to be really fun so hopefully i'm going to actually put it together in a, a really cool format or at least a legible format and a pdf and um, make it available uh, to people but first of all i've got to finish it and hope my players enjoy playing it and make some orcish characters and i hope once they've made some orcish characters um, that they might be then willing to give the campaign a go and we'll give that a crack and see if i can maybe if some of those missions are really fun write those up as well so I'm just going to leave it there um, for this morning. I would love some more call-ins, and especially in regards to um, Barney's episode two episodes ago, uh, where he gives me a long uh, lecture um, and really takes us to school about creative endeavors. Um, so please give me a call-in. Other than that, stay safe, stay sane, and I'll see you soon.